Welcome, I am Bree. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, the founder of Femme Fusion Fitness, and the author of Lady Bits, Understand Your Body, Elevate Your Health, and Reclaim Your Spark Naturally. My mission is to build community and awareness around women's wellness and pelvic health. I invite you to listen, laugh, learn about, and love all of the bits that make you whole. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friends. I just got off the fantastic interview that you're about to hear. I can't wait to introduce you to Philippa Odeval, and she is going to share her story. And I just want you to tune into this particularly. She gives such a beautiful, honest depiction of what she went through with her own prolapse journey and some of the layers that she experienced as far as emotional and physical symptoms and and emotions and feelings. So please do tune in and you might hear some of yourself reflected in what she has to say. And I just love how she took her experience. She learned so much from it. And now she's really doing things as far as spreading pelvic floor awareness and activism. So let me just read Philippa's bio before we get into the interview because we, we just kind of dive right into talking. So Philippa Odeval is the co-founder of Women's Cycles, a course platform for women's challenges from before puberty to after menopause, and also School Yoga, a platform that integrates yoga into schools and preschools by training the teachers. She is a certified yoga teacher, doula, hypopressives instructor, vaginal steam facilitator, and author of four books, such as the bestseller Sago Yoga for Kids. Philippa has been working in the intersection of health and wellness, kids' mental well-being, and women's empowerment for the last 10 plus years. Her favorite quote is, there is nothing stronger than a broken woman who has rebuilt herself. Oh, I love that quote too. Oh, it's just gives me shivers. So check the show notes if you want more information about uh, anything we talk about, and please enjoy our conversation. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome, Philippa. I'm so, and I'm, I'm practicing with saying your name. Philippa is in Sweden, and uh, I know that I've already stated a little intro to, to her and, and her work and what she does, but Philippa, I'm so excited to have you here. Can you just say hi to everyone and introduce yourself? <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm so happy and excited to be here, and yes, hello, everybody. Um, we're going to have a great conversation here today. Yes, absolutely. And I want to talk about, I mean, this, this top, this conversation today is really about pelvic floor awareness and also kind of activism too. I think that's an element of what we're going to talk about and really uh, sharing your story, Philippa, about what you Mm -hmm. went through. And I want to actually start with that. You know, what was the biggest challenge on your own personal journey as far as the birth process, birth trauma, and then the care you received afterwards. So let's start off and talk about you and your story. Yes. So um, I gave birth to my first son four and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, after the birth, I felt something was wrong. So I went back to the healthcare system meeting lots of different midwives and doctors and all of them were just like no this looks good you go home do some kegels Uh, but I felt even a year after I was like this is not good I'm I'm a yoga teacher Mm -hmm. and um, 
air was sucked in mm-hmm. when I was, you know, into the vagina uh, when I was doing yoga. So it was really uncomfortable for me and also very limiting because when I was, you know, a teacher, I, I don't want to do that in a class because everybody knows what sounds come out if you have had air inside. So um, a year after I, I finally came to, to a doctor who did an ultrasound in, uh, in the pelvic floor. And she was like, okay, yeah, you have some um, um, yeah, scarred uh, muscles or like uh, broken muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that was like, it was good for me. It felt good that she saw something was wrong. Um, it was like a confirmation, but also at the same time, she was like, okay, you can come back once you've had all the kids you want to have, and then we can see if, what we can do for you. And that was, uh, so limiting and very pacifying i realized now because i was like okay i can't do anything about this so i went on for three more years mm-hmm. uh, until i gave birth to my second son which um I, everything went well both births were quite smooth i would say um but after the second birth uh, three months after i i had a prolapse or the symptomatic prolapse because I had a very small one for after the first one, mm-hmm. but I couldn't feel that uh, mm-hmm. at all. So, and then I was, I was devastated the, the evening that I was, you know, seeing my prolapse or I was like, something is in my panties. This is so mm-hmm. weird. What's this? So I took a mirror and I had a look and I was shocked. I was, I was kind of traumatized by that by seeing my vagina because um, I don't know why, but I was shaking for like hours. I was just shaking and crying. I was like, I'm going to fall apart completely. Mm -hmm. Um, It was maybe more of a mental challenge actually than, you know, a physical one because I didn't have any pain. I didn't have any leakage. I didn't have any other symptom. Just, really quickly, yeah. when, when, remind me, when was this after the birth of your second? How Three long? months after. Three months after, sorry, this, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I decided to, um, uh, or I, I was just looking into the healthcare system options, but I already felt limited by the healthcare systems mm-hmm. from before. They were like, you can wear a pessary or you can do a surgery. That's that what they said kind of and I was even more depressed uh, and then I started to search on Dr. Google mm-hmm. <laughs> so and that was also really hard especially because I started to search in Swedish and nothing came I mean I and I was breastfeeding in the night I was so tired I was depressed I, I didn't really have my brain but then one day I realized hmm, I can do a search in English. And wh- as soon as I started to search in English, I, I got more results. And finally, I started to find women. And you were one of the first ones I found who talked about having had a prolapse and then healed naturally. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was such a shift. It was like going from depressed to feeling hope mm-hmm. and feeling meaning again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so 
inspirational to see women and you know talking about prolapse firstly because no one talks about it yeah people are starting to talk about it now more but uh, it's very hard to find you know stories um and that's what i think is necessary you know you don't really want to have come to this expert who gives you this advice and then you go home and still feel lonely mm -hmm. you want to have this connection you want to feel uh, like a human being like you're sharing this journey with others and mm -hmm. uh, so then I started to try different methods and <laughs> I've been trying so many methods oh my gosh like this year is has been full of methods which has been really fun but also super challenging because healing is not linear uh, it you know I wish it would have just been like the prolapse is better and better and gone yeah. but for me it's been many ups and downs and some methods didn't really work you know it it, it was like um the prolapse was more symptomatic after mm -hmm. um, and then some um some methods my body responds to so quickly yeah so it's been a journey but i'm i'm actually i'm happy uh for it now even though it's still challenging some days the the days where it's really challenging and i feel heavy uh, are less and less but mm -hmm. um i'm still very humble for this journey i'm on well yeah i mean you've learned so much and i i mean i have so many questions for you a part of the thing is you've you've learned so much and you were so inspired by this that you and your husband co-founded a new venture together and i want to talk about women's <laughs> cycles which is all about awareness and activism and helping provide a, a place where women can just have these resources that you had to search for like you had to hand pick all of these good resources out but before we get to that um i'd love to know some of the most helpful things you know the most the most helpful things that have you've found for your own healing, realizing that everybody is completely different and realizing that this is not a specific endorsement for any particular style of treatment or something like that. But I'm just curious what's really worked for you knowing that everyone is different. Yes. So I would say there are two parts if, cause I, I don't think I will have the time to mention all the methods, yeah. but I, I divide them into two parts. So one is more mental mm. and one is physical. Mm -hmm. So if I just start with when, when I, I could have some days I could almost have like panic attacks because when I was standing up and walking, it was, you know, the, the prolapse, uh, prolapse was chaffing mm -hmm. and it felt, I was so, yeah, like that tampon fi mm -hmm. falling out feeling. Mm -hmm. I, I was so disturbed by this. I mean, I was so, it was like a panic in my chest. Mm -hmm. and, and the feeling of like, this is how my life, life is going to be now. I was like, can I be in a wheelchair? Mm -hmm. Can I, you know, can I like crawl? <laughs> instead of walking my my the, for the rest of my life I knew those weren't options and I didn't want that but for that when I had that type of panic the best thing for me was uh, to process emotions mm -hmm. and I I was very I am very lucky because my mother uh, she has uh, been doing a lot of work with Byron Katie 
Mm-hmm. Do you know of her? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So she's very uh, good in doing that method. So that that's about shifting. So if if you believe a thought like I'm always going to have this prolapse, you take that sentence and you kind of turn it around in different ways. Uh, my mother asked me lots of questions. And then finally, in the end, maybe 30 to 45 minutes, I was laughing at the yeah. situation instead of feeling this panic. That so I so think... Important. And can I ask yeah. you, Philippa, is this the one, because I could be wrong, I'm not a student of Byron Katie, although I've, you know, read, I've read some of her information and, and is this the one where basically you would say it to a thought, you know, is this true? Is this yes. really true? Is there something that could be more true? Is that kind of the sequence that you go through? Yes. Okay, good. Exactly. That is so, so helpful at like neutralizing that fear. It just helps you. Um, yeah. Like you said, almost be laughing at the end and just sort of normalizing and neutralizing and just rising above that fear spiral state that you can get into. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, even, even if, if you don't have like panic attacks, like I had, even if you just feel kind of depressed or if you, you're angry or handling any kind of emotion that you feel stuck in, Mm -hmm. it's a really good method. So it's called the work work. Uh, and you, you know, you can download a PDF on our website with all the questions and you can fill them in yourself. The thing is, it's really good to have a person asking things about what you have written because that m- makes your mind expand. Mm. Uh, that's at least for me. That was when you know I I got this bigger perspective, and then suddenly I was going from feeling panicked to laughing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, perfect. I am a huge proponent of the emotional component of healing because it is, it's something that can, for many people, this root part of our body. I mean, there's so Mm. many sensory nerve endings here, but it affects not only us physiologically affects our sensations and our feelings, but our mind too. You can't stop thinking about it. In some cases, it kind of takes over your, your mind and your life. You cannot stop thinking Mm. about it. So the emotional piece is huge. So what about some of the physical things that worked well for you? Yeah, so the first one I found was hypopressives mm-hmm. that that I started to, or the first method, uh, it appealed to me a lot, um, maybe because I'm a yoga teacher and, um, and, you know, breathing is a big part of my life in general. So actually, after three weeks of hypopressives, the chaffing feeling was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. So that was just uh, amazing. Um, and I, so I had a trainer, I trained with her and then I decided to become a hypopressive trainer myself. So mm-hmm. now I, I do the same thing with women who yeah, are in my situation or the, where I was. Um, that's, that's amazing. I know. I think that so many women have benefited from that technique and I actually included a training with master trainer, Trista Zinn in my mm. lift program. So we have, there's sort of a bonus training. I'm not a hypopressive mm. certified expert, so I, I don't specifically include it because it's not, you know, I can't do that in my lift program, but I do include a very simple, 
you know, kind of basic technique in the program as an option. And then I have a bonus training with Trista Zinn where she goes more in depth into exactly how to do it and what to look out for and all of that, because I know that many women have really, really benefited from, from it. And then if they're interested, they can go on and learn more from somebody like you or from somebody like Trista or, you know, somebody who's certified. Mm. So, yeah. Yes. That's wonderful. That's great. That's, that's, yeah, it's a really, really good tool, although it's quite advanced in a way. So you shouldn't like just look at a YouTube clip and try it, I think, because there are um, risks that you create pressure downwards instead of taking away the pressure from the pelvic floor. So that's the only thing to, to think about. Well, and that's what I found. I mean, I was doing it incorrectly, to be honest with you. I was putting too much effort into that particular, Mm. the one, the one breath that everyone thinks of with that kind of like vacuum ab style breath. I was putting a little too much effort into it. And that's where Trista, she shows me sort of where I was putting too much effort into it. And I was happy to include that in the course because it's like, you know, I, this is my line of work and I was still kind of doing it incorrectly. So I think it's really, really Mm. helpful for people to see how, how easily you can overdo and actually potentially cause problems. Yes. Yes. Mm. So what have you found? What do you think in general would be some of the most important factors for healing? I mean, we've talked about some of the things that helped you most, but what have you seen for other women? Cause I know you're doing a lot of research into this as you have created this amazing new course platform called women's cycles. Yes, uh, definitely. So I would say um, for natural healing, the, the foundation for natural healing is to believe in healing so, yes. and that you are able to heal. Believe in your body's cap- capacity to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's quite obvious in a way if you don't think you can heal and you try different things, but you don't think they're going to work. Um, uh, probably they they won't so you you need to give yourself kind of that support from the inside or the mental support even when it feels really tough Um, so that I would say that's the the most important thing for natural healing and then also remembering that it's not a quick fix that's really important there's no silver bullets so if you go to a doctor, you might get some medicine prescribed or you have a surgery or, I mean, that's kind of a quick fixes. But this, I mean, one, one of the, the women uh, who I find most inspiration from regarding prolapse, she uh, had a four-year journey uh, in her healing um, when she was healing naturally. So I think you really need to see it more as a lifestyle almost. And, and being curious about yourself and your body and what you need. That's so important, not feeling like a victim or, you know, why do I have this prolapse or this whatever you have, Uh, but feeling, you know, taking ownership of your body. Um, Because in a way, we've lost it. When going to the healthcare system, there's some experts sitting there and they give you some advice and you go home and that's the answer that they had but you when you go home you're on your own you have all these emotions thoughts 
and yeah the the human body and the the human being is complex Mm -hmm. so i think being more taking a more holistic approach uh, is necessary if you're going to heal naturally I agree. And then taking into account the cycles, which again, your course platform is named women's cycles. And you alluded to it at the beginning that just the fact that there are ups and downs, even on a healing journey, the natural healing journey, you will notice these highs and lows. And that's actually completely normal because our bodies are cyclical and just coming at it with a really open mind and kind of realizing, okay, well, what's causing these ups and downs? Maybe I can figure out something that can mitigate the extremes of the ups and downs while also kind of allowing that, okay, this happens. And some things we just can't help. Sometimes the ups and downs usually happen with our menstrual cycle, with our period coming. There can be, you, a lot of times people will have more symptoms or right, right around when they're going to start their period, they might have more symptoms. So there's really not much we can do to help mitigate that, but you might also tune in and notice that there's ups and downs, highs and lows associated with your digestion and maybe things, foods that you eat or things like that. And you can start learning how to tune in to those subtle, subtle things in your lifestyle that can help you that no healthcare provider would ever be able to tease out. Like this all has to come from you tuning into your own body and what's working and what's not working for you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. To have that mindset of being curious about who you are and what you need, not like, oh, no, now this again, or no, I have to deal with this now, or just having this, yeah, because you you will probably need to change things in your life if you want to heal naturally, if you have a symptom or a challenge that you're working on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit about this course platform that you've created with your husband and how is it working with your husband on a project like this? Was he, was he totally on board from the beginning? What was that like and how has it been over the last you know year that you've had this idea in your mind? Yeah, it's been uh, exciting. Uh, he was actually the one uh, coming up with the idea after, uh, so Nine months after I had this uh, symptomatic prolapse experience, um, he asked me, what has been the, the biggest challenge in your prolapse journey? And I said, uh, it was those few weeks when I felt so lonely. I didn't feel support from anywhere. I was Googling in the middle of the night. I was, I was just in a deep, dark hole. And as soon as I started to find women who had healed naturally, it was such a shift. And since he's a tech guy, he's been building tech companies all his life. So uh, he was like, we should create a platform for this. Mm -hmm. Probably more women are experiencing this. And as we've started to do research, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just crazy how, um, how shall I put it? Um, women are so overlooked in within the healthcare system, and there's actually, you know, science on. You can read about um, how women are treated compared to men. 
within mm. the healthcare system. Mm -hmm. And also, just if you look at the Chinese, uh, Chinese medicine, uh, they say it's 10 times more complex to treat uh, a woman than a man. And I mean, all research done within, you know, the healthcare system today is mostly based on, on male. Yes, uh, it is. The research is, yeah, it is so much just a basic study. Even I was looking into collagen peptides, the use of collagen peptides for strengthening your connective tissues and muscle, you know, whether or not they, they work. Cause I was thinking, oh, the supplementation with collagen may be helpful for, for prolapse. Of course, mm -hmm. at this time, at least there's nothing on prolapse specifically, but all the, most of the studies I found were on, you know, men, they were men that were taking the collagen peptides for muscle building or strengthening that kind of thing. And I was like, Oh, this isn't really, really helpful. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, you can yeah. get a general idea, but bodies are so different in general and men, male to female mm. bodies are, are really quite different. So, yes. And so we, we really believe uh, in women's cycles that we need to support women more. Mm -hmm. We need to spread more knowledge and I mean, knowledge, it, it might be scientific, which is great. It might not be scientific, um, but maybe it's, uh, it's from, you know, where, what our ancestors did, like mm -hmm. vaginal steaming, for example. That's been around for so many years, but not lately because there are no science and the healthcare system don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, th I just think we really need to to start to focus more on women's health because yeah. women need it. So that's yeah, so you and your husband decided to kind of create almost like I said this platform of not just um help and resources and awareness but again activism to say this is a really big deal. Women need women need this. They need this community. They need vetted programs that that work. And so you put together this platform and it's available now. Can you tell us briefly about it? Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's like um, uh, Netflix for women's health. So the, um, the learners or the ones who want to subscribe, they pay uh, either quarterly or annually. And uh, when, once they sign up, they get uh, access to all the courses. So uh, we are doing this beta launch, uh, beta launch, um, and we we have about uh, ten to twenty courses now. But we're gonna build on. We're gonna have our our goal is thousands of courses, mm -hmm. uh, so that you know for anything, any small symptom to big symptoms, or uh, a woman should find all the support. Uh, that she needs on the platform. So it, you take a course if you wish to, and all the courses are actionable. So we believe you need to take action if you want to heal or improve. Uh, yeah, and then you can, you know, if you're a mother, you might want to work on, for example, prolapse. You find a few prolapse courses, and then you also need to check in with yourself. What's for me? Uh, if this course offers some methods that that doesn't appeal to me or the teacher, maybe I don't understand what she's saying or then you need to continue to search. Mm -hmm. So it's the, it's up to you what you get from the platform. It's not like you need to watch course number one, two, three. Mm -hmm. You need to 
look you from your own perspective, from your own self and choose what suits you in the process. And then maybe we're also including courses for um, kids and adolescents. So uh, maybe your daughter has a lot of urinary yeah, UTIs. Mm-hmm. urinary tract yeah. infections uh-huh. yeah. got it <laughs> sorry yeah so maybe you want to take that course to help your daughter so we're really trying to create this movement uh, from you know a mother's perspective uh, to daughters and also uh, building a community as mm-hmm. as you were talking about Brie um so really feeling this a connection to other women and helping each other and, and I like that it's also, yeah, and I like that it's also a safe space because, you know, Dr. Doctor Google, as you said at the beginning, and I've always said too, it can be either like crickets as you first were searching in Sweden and you didn't really find so much online. And then when you do find things, sometimes you can go ra- down rabbit holes that aren't so helpful because they can be very negative and, and frightening. And you are cultivating this or curating, I should say, this collection of resources that are, they're vetted, they're good, they're positive, they're going to help you. And even if something doesn't resonate with you, it's not ever, you would never put something on your platform that's frightening or scary or anything like that. No. Yeah. I love that. That's a really important part. Yeah. It's it's huge. Because as you said, mindset is and the emotional component is so, so big. So I have one final question for you. And that's how can we strengthen as, as listeners listening right now, do you have any thoughts on how they and we as a collective can strengthen this movement around women's health even more? Yeah, I, I think support each other and start to talk about things that you experience. There are so many things regarding women's health that are that are taboo, mm-hmm. and only we can 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 start to break that. I mean, men will not do that for us or anyone else. But if we start to talk more lightly, also about you know, it's not like my whole identity. If you if you feel your identity is in your prolapse, for example, you're going to be very limited by that. But if you can start to separate yourself from your prolapse, because that's only a symptom and that's something that that is saying something to you, you need to listen and you can work on it and it it can improve. So I think uh, just, yeah, being more true to yourself and maybe to others, if, if you feel Uh, that's your path I mean you shouldn't post on Facebook something that you don't want to share Mm -hmm. but especially from you know one woman to another woman Mm -hmm. really sharing uh, what is going on yeah I absolutely agree and I'm just so glad that we met and I'm so glad to be a part of the Women's Cycles course uh, platform. I have a course on it and perhaps more. In the- and it's fantastic. We're so happy that you created this course and it's going to help so many women. Thank you. Yeah, my course is about the importance of relaxing the pelvic floor first, no matter what condition you have in general. It's just a good idea to release and relax those muscles as a baseline. And I don't normally make blanket statements, but that's one that I feel comfortable making that knowing how to let those muscles go is actually really important for everyone. So that course is available now. And 
Um, I love that your platform's only going to expand. So as we sign off, can you just tell people how to find you? And of course I'll put links in the podcast notes as well, but just, you yes. know, yeah. Yes. And, and you, you haven't got it yet uh, because um, the recording of this will be slightly earlier uh-huh. uh, than uh, when the listeners are listening, mm-hmm. but you will get a code to mm-hmm. share also with your listeners. Oh, good. Uh, Great. A, so, a little, yes. little discount. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, um, womencycles.com and um, you, you sign up and subscribe. And if there's something that you want us to create that's not there yet, mm-hmm. of course, you need help with the symptom, write to us. We want to know what your struggle is and we can find a creator Mm -hmm. uh, who creates a course to help you for sure. So uh, reach out uh, and let us know what you need from us. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time and everyone do check the show notes because there will be a code and ways to, you you know, you can find out more. So thank you again so much for your time and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if this podcast was helpful for you today, please share it with a friend. Tell them, you know, what you learned and how it's going to be helpful and amazing for them to talk about this stuff. Don't forget to subscribe and also check the show notes for all the links you need, including how to follow me on Instagram and YouTube. And until next time, remember, you don't have to be an expert, but every woman should know a bit. We'll see you next time.